Hello and welcome to the Press the Action Button podcast where I, Yusuf, am joined by... <laughs> I told you I don't like being led up with the one name answer. I'm Newman, your brother. Yeah, what do you want to say? Sick. I want to say my name, my <laughs> name... I want to say my name is Newman. Yeah. I'm a bit sick. <laughs> Why'd you have to get that in there? Because I just realised how funny my voice sounded there. Uh... Hello and welcome to the podcast and I'm joined by Newman who's going to give a full profile introduction. My name, you just said my name again, so my name is Newman, hello people, happy to be with you again, one more game um, this week. Welcome to a special episode where we, as you've all seen, went to Gamerfest this week. Yeah, I can't wait to tell everyone about it. Um, which we will do later. <laughs> It'll be the main part of this because uh, we don't have a review for this show because we've reviewed GamerFest. So until mm-hmm. then, I'm going to ask you, how have you been? Um, yeah, I've been okay. As I say, I've been a little bit sick. Um, I've been investigating cold plunges. and Oh, right, when you get into the cold water. Yeah. All oh, right, I thought you meant like a cold plunger. Are dog plungers cold? <laughs> so room temperature? Depends what's in the toilet. Uh, what could be in the toilet that's cold? No, hot shit. <laughs> I said a cold plunge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so I've been trying that out <laughs> for a change. And it was really bad time to do it. I didn't realise how bad it was to do it when I told my friend. And he's like, aren't you sick? And I was like, yes. <laughs> he goes, so why are you getting into cold baths? He's like, well... My wife has been away, so she hasn't been around to tell me that it was a bad idea. But anyway, um, so you, you haven't been doing it in the sea. You've been turning on, like filling your bath with cold water and getting yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. God, how long are you get in there for? I'm trying. Well, I went three and a half minutes first time, and then went four minutes twenty seconds second time. Okay. But it's you know it's like uncomfortably cold. Yeah, it sounds yeah. it. Yeah. To the point where your body, where your gear, like. <gasps> You know, and I've heard, I've heard it's supposed to have a lot of benefits. Yeah. I better hope it does because it's very uncomfortable. But um, no, honestly, I did it kind of after I did it. I felt like my body was like on fire after it. You know, like it was like that's one of the first burning. signs of hypothermia. Is it? Yeah, genuinely it is. Well, no, it's not. It wasn't cold enough. I mean, it was like the coldest it was. It was ten degrees outside, so it was a cold top from that. So it wouldn't have been that cold. But anyway, yeah, I've been trying that out. And uh, you know that's not how water temperature kind of works in the same way. Like yeah, but twenty I mean, degrees outside will be really warm, but not in a bath. Well, that's true. But like, if you ever turn on the cold taps here in this country during the summer, it's much cooler than when it is in the winter. It's freezing in the winter when you turn on the cold taps. Is it? Yeah, of course. I mean, the taps are under the the pipes are under the water, and they're absorbing the cold of the season. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so that's been interesting. Um, um, I know people that do it out in the sea. Yeah, I'd say it's really good for you. Yeah, but so you know, it is a kind of thing like you go out and you do it for a couple of like if it's your first time, you don't do it for five minutes kind of thing. Like it's really dangerous. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, why yeah. I did it for three minutes. I've been watching like um, Andrew Huberman. Do you know him? Oh, he's really great. Love him. He's like this neurologist. Oh, is he a neurologist? He's like a neurobiologist or something. Okay. And he's like he he kind of presents all this information on like the body and amazing things it does and like the benefits of, of uh, cold plunges like in boosting your um, what's it metabolism metabolism all that all kind right. of stuff so I've been trying that and I've had a real uh, love-hate relationship with YouTube shorts this week as well why? it's like the crack cocaine of, of, of entertainment I refuse to look at it I, I did too but it just crept up on me like they kept showing it to me and showing it to me and showing it to me and now I just keep getting videos of 
chiropractors cracking bones and people doing the shuffle dance and I, uh, it's so so it's so addictive I, I, new man will now present for us <laughs> i wish i could do the shuffle dance it's uh just looks amazing what's a shuffle dance it's when you move your legs like in a shuffle i'll show you after this all right kind of like mc hammer used to do wasn't that called the shovel? I don't. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, it's not like that. Right. But it's it. It looks. I'd say it is harder than it looks. It looks so cool. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Fair enough. Nothing gaming related. Um, but I have been playing a game which I will present to you all next week, and I finally completed a game. Twenty hours I put into it, Yusuf, oh. and it is a modern game. So I bet you can't wait for that one. Very but, good. Uh, how have you been? Uh, I've been good as well. I've uh, been playing a little bit of a game, um, same game of last week that I presented up, which is Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Had a bit of a trouble with it though, because uh, my good brother here took the controller, the charging cable to charge the controller. I was playing the game, and it was it's a very long story, narrative driven game. Big long sequence, I get that warning that the battery's going to go. I was like, ooh, right. Well, I've only got the one controller there because I keep the other one here for playing. Ah. Uh, for playing two player games with you and then I went to plug it in I was like shite I don't have a controller and I have no way of doing this and I can't skip through the sequence and I wanted to like turn off the Playstation as well so I could save it but I couldn't do it and I started worrying and I started looking at ways of charging it and then I realised that the one that goes into the uh, controller is the same for uh, the more modern Macs that's what I was going to say it's USB-C yeah, yeah. but it won't charge the controller why? it's like too high voltage or something oh, like that yeah weird. I think if you have an iPad one it will charge it but the controller will not charge it so I thought to myself well hey here's some uh, 3D thinking I will plug my controller USB into uh, with the controller the other one into the Mac and I will charge it via the Mac you know okay right so I did that kind of worked for a bit then it wouldn't connect to my PlayStation <laughs> Then my Mac exploded, <laughs> and it wouldn't work with the PlayStation anymore. It was locked to the Mac somehow. It like basically it's weird software in those things, isn't there? Because it it does that auto connect thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. that's how you sync a, a controller to something. And right. I guess as far as a, you know, a PlayStation or a, an Xbox is a computer. Yeah. And when you plug a cable into it, it links it up and syncs it up to work together. Even the Mac. On some level, because it wouldn't work with the PlayStation. So weird. So then I had a PlayStation, which I couldn't turn off, in the middle of a, a big narrative sequence. Uh, the my finally charging a PlayStation controller that was plugged into the uh, Mac, which I couldn't do anything with, but I couldn't, uh, you know, connect it to the TV. Then for some reason, after a certain amount of time, uh, my wife figured out, why don't you just plug the USB-C into the PlayStation? And I looked and it turns out it is a USB-C plug in the PlayStation. That's what I was... Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I didn't know There's what There's so many easy ways to charge that. I mean, I find like old cheap stuff that I've gotten for like, you know, Chinese bits of tech. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. That, that'll, that'll just somehow fit into it. Like, you know. I, I was looking for everything and I couldn't find anything that fit. But anyway, so I did it with that. And that's all I've been using to charge for the last week. Um, well, so maybe that. you should bring your PlayStation over sometimes when we're playing a game, and then you and won't that, have the the danger of leaving your plug there. Leaving? You took my plug. Well, someone has to clean the room, Yusuf. It wasn't you. <laughs> um, I'm glad that you had such a painful experience on, on my account. The, the, <laughs> the panic of me being like, oh no, I can't use lose this narrative bit, and I need to, you know. I need to save this before it turns off. Yeah, because then I was also really afraid of if I turn it off manually while it's still doing that. It's got mm. like those autosave features. I was terrified of corrupting my phone. Oh, worse than a corrupt save file. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, I got to work and I'm playing it a lot and they have this uh, thing in it called Dragon Kart Racing. and Dragon Kart. Dragon Kart. And it's uh, Sega. Um, so same people that own Sonic that would do yeah, uh, yeah. Dragon. I'm aware. That's the <laughs> yeah. uh, And I'll tell you one thing, it was substantially more fun than the Sonic racing game we played a few really? weeks ago. Yeah, it's really good. It's just like this mini yeah. game thing you do and it's like Mario Kart. Mm. You get items and you get boosts and stuff like that. It's really good fun. You can upgrade your car. Just a little mini game in this. I'm That's loving it. It's great, isn't it? It's so good. Yeah, I think say that that crap Sonic Team Racing, whatever it was called, it's just like no, let's put Sonic. out a game, whatever it's called, yeah. whatever it's called. It wasn't great. It right? wasn't. It was a poor game. But anyway, um, yeah. Also, we should say that we've also kind of decided that we will might split up the videos a little bit instead of doing just like a let's play at the end of it um, of of a podcast. We will probably just do a separate video of us playing a game because kind of felt like it's a little bit like pushed in at the end of the episodes and mm. you know maybe people would like that a bit more than yeah you know. we, we talk because like if the podcast seemed too long especially for the people who still listen um, you know if from an only audio form uh, then maybe it's better for them to not hear us playing the game mm. but also we thought if you want to just see us play the game because a lot of people do they're like yeah. we don't really care about the new or the games we're reviewing but they want to see a new game we played so now you've got the option it'll be you know it'll come out just as regularly yeah, yeah, yeah so you still will get it yeah. Uh, but yeah we appreciate your feedback if you disagree in any way yeah and I'm going to do it anyway yeah exactly well the, the things that we found is that uh, in order to get the most listeners ever we just stopped making episodes <laughs> that's what happened the first time we stopped mm. making episodes and like we came like second in the ranks in Ireland all this yeah. kind of stuff so we might just stop making videos and then <laughs> hit number one who knows it's so strange yeah it was like after six months not putting out any new content yeah, number two like, so odd. and not like in the entertainment category yeah. just in Ireland yeah and it, was it? I think so no that was game no it was entertainment was it entertainment? yeah it was entertainment oh right yeah, yeah. well we were like in the top ten for Ireland something like that yeah. yeah it was really strange but we haven't gotten those numbers since we started up YouTube so but it's coming Benjamin, help us, please. <laughs> um, so, I've got nothing else. You want to go to some news? Yeah, hit us with some news. Anyway, here we are with the news, and we've got a remake. Remakes have been very popular lately. Yes, they have. And um, this one has been from people who've made a very successful remake, uh, a game that we're a big fan of. What can you think of as a very good remake we've enjoyed lately? Um, Wild Guns. <laughs> Okay, for everyone else, uh, Resi 2 remake, which was very well received. Yeah. So there's a Resi 4 remake. Okay, yeah. Do yeah. you want to see it? I, yeah. So this is just some of this early uh, gameplay footage that was released. So it's not coming out until like next year. Mm. So um, you can see they haven't had to redesign this as much as they did the earlier ones because yeah. it's a far more modern game, but they've just increased you know, the overall quality of it. That was a great game. It's just fantastic. Yeah, really fun game. I think they've also changed a couple of things to add a few more scares to it in different ways. But okay. I think um, just just being a like next generation uh, action game. I love that little village place. Yeah, yeah. So iconic. Yeah, like and it, this is a game that just goes right into Top Gear straight away. Yeah. You go into that village and you're expecting, you know, usually Resident Evil games are quite slow creeping, and then just look. There's more enemies in this little bit straight yeah. away. Yeah. Than most of these games. Really yeah, think. no, I think this is when they got the perfect balance of action and survival horror. Yeah. Maybe a little bit little bit too heavy on the action, but it was a really good balance yeah. for me. I think like, they redesigned it because they did, like, um, you know, by this point they did one, two, three, and, like, Code Veronica. 
um, and did a couple of other like spin-off ones but this is the one where they went we need to change this up yeah so how are we going to do that and they're like we're going to do that by doing um, we're going to do that by just going full on action with this and that's what they do with this yeah you don't think they're going to bring in the the same halls and stuff from Resident Evil 2 that they tried to put in 3 and everything else. Well, the thing is, 3 and 2 was always a bit of a weird one, though. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Like, but they did cut corners with 3. They did, they did, yeah. 3 felt like a... Um, a DLC. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. felt like a cheap DLC. Yeah. But the whole thing with 3 is that it was meant to originally be a... Um, it, like, there was an argument over, like, what was a game that was going to be exclusive to a different console. Yeah, yeah. And then it ended up being something where they want, no, we want a num a numbered title. They didn't want, like, a Code Veronica spin-off. So they're like, okay, we'll give you three. So it was kind of finish off, finishing mm. off the contract. That being said, the remake felt even cheaper than, the, than three. Oh, it was yeah. awful. I mean, I remember playing it for ten minutes and I just knew that it was going to be a bad game. And it, I, yeah. it was the opposite with two. I, like... I don't know what it was. It just like timing, like how many years it been since I played two, but it did feel the same, but also like a completely new game at the same yeah, time. You yeah, you know what it, I mean. It got that balance perfect. Yeah, you know, it's like the the game I love was Resident Evil Two. I love this modern mm-hmm. version of it. Mm-hmm. I think this looks very good. I think this looks like it's really good fun. Yeah, um, it looks of, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it was a much newer game uh, before. Um, they've done some quite cool things, I believe. Where so if you remember the chainsaw guy chasing oh, you, oh yeah, so. Uh, He's back and he's a bit spookier this time. I think he can like damage the environment around you and oh, close wow. off some uh, ways. Oh, your this. man's head. Oh, I've never seen that before in a Resident mm. Evil game. Yeah. He, so he's already got those little uh, like parasites in him. Mm. So I think that's one thing that they've changed with is that that happens a lot earlier. So it's not going to, I think th- there's going to be little differences in this from the first one. Okay. From the, sorry, from Resident Evil 4. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it looks, looks great looks absolutely amazing now the next bit of news I have uh-huh. is very much catered only for you okay <laughs> uh, Trombone Hero 2 no 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 it's a game that you love and you talked about quite often as well okay it is a game that is once again a bit of a more of a remaster okay than a remake alright it is on the Switch It's uh, it comes with a kind of N64 pass that they have Past? Yeah, no, the past, you know, you pay like the subscription. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is Pilot Whoa. Wing 64. Is it remaking it? No, they've, re- they've remastered it. It's already out. Remastered? Yeah. It looks exactly the same as the first one. Well, there, I've seen some comparison videos and you wouldn't believe how blurry and bad the original Really? Yeah. Okay. It's it's basically saying it's the same game again, but they've improved it slightly. Okay. Rather okay, than okay. being... Oh, yeah. <laughs> rather Remember than... Remember him, yeah. yeah than ah. being a different one. <laughs> So um, yeah, as I I think I named this on our most relaxing game ever podcast. Yeah, this is one of them. is It is a really good fun game. It's so liberating. There's nothing better than a flying dynamic in a game, um, if it's done well. Yeah, I think you would would get sick of this game now very very quickly if you're going to play it nowadays. Well, I played it recently. I played it for that podcast again. That we oh did yeah, last yeah, year that's or true. two years ago. Will you get on the switch? You think? No. I don't really play the Switch, I have to say. No. I just... Uh, it, for me, it just doesn't... It's great that it's portable. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's something... I, I would just much prefer to pick up a PlayStation pad. I don't know what it is. I don't know why that is. I know people love their Switches. I, I know they have a lot of games that I would love to play, particularly, yeah. like, nods to the past. But I don't know. There's just something about it. It, it never quite got there for me. I... I think it's quite different and there's some bits I love and I like 
Yeah, the handheld thing is great. And I love it. I thought you'd love it more, kind of as a father, just being able to be like pick it up and put it down quickly and easy. Yeah. No, I, I did. I did play a few games on that where I was like, it was great to be able to do that. But I just, I, I can't. I don't know. I can't put it together. Hmm. I mean, fair enough. You're yeah. Just, I, uh, I'm a big fan of the Switch. Although I must say, I haven't played it in a long time either. But I think it's because the PlayStation Five is a lot newer, and there's a lot of games on that that I wanted to play. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You know? But I do want to go back to the Switch quite soon because I want to play. Bayonetta 3 which is out yeah. now and Switch only uh, is it? yeah 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 really? Yeah. okay uh, and uh, Xenoblade okay Xenoblade okay. 3 nice. I think it was right. okay. so um, I loved Xenoblade games are brilliant um, and I loved uh, the first two Bayonettas and I think both of those games are going to be excellent mm. but I've got a big backlog of Playstation 5 games yeah so do I so I want to yeah. get to them now the next thing once again very Sega related didn't okay. mean it to be so, you like games? Well, I do like would, games, you What said. would you do <laughs> if you could have a super game? I consider all games super useful. <laughs> well, Sega is going to propose a super game, as they've called it, which is to, they plan to deliver over $600 million in lifetime sales. So, this is a bit of what? an odd one. They're planning to make some sort of giant project, right? And I thought this is quite interesting because I thought... It went away from what Konami did when they got rid of uh, Hideo Kojima. Okay. Well, there was a, that was a bit of a messy thing. But the whole thing where they were going, look, Metal Gear Solid games are brilliant. They're really highly uh, rated and they sell really well. But it's such an investment mm-hmm. yeah. that we want that they go, we would rather do these smaller mobile games where there's less risk. And we are almost, you know, at the end they kind of think they get the same thing okay as far as I can see when they look at the numbers at the end they're happy enough doing that right but Sega are saying that their ultimate goal is a, a super game is to create a game so revolutionary that it attracts far more active users than any of the group's games to date isn't that what every developer would want we want to be- we want to make a game that sells a lot I don't like, think, <laughs> I don't think that is but like what but I mean yeah they want to make a game that's successful but I don't think the plan is that they're going there's something revolutionary about it. There's okay. something different All about right. the game. Okay. Yeah. Well, hit me, hit me. What's, what's, what is this mysterious super game? Which... There is almost no information. Oh, okay. Except for... Uh, Great they, story. Except they want to have <laughs> it in the hands of people by 2026. That's fucking years away. Why tease it so far ahead of time, Sega, and give us no details? Well, because you can't go, here's our revolutionary super game. It took five months to build. Yeah, but give us some outlines. Well, I don't know. Is I think it AR is a VR. I does it include Sonic fighting Captain Falcon? I don't know something, you know. It is. It is a bit interesting. But like I was thinking about it, and lately some of the best games I've played have been Sega games. Right. Apart from Yakuza, what? So, uh, Yakuza. So of the last ones, uh, Yakuza Zero and Like a Dragon, which I really loved. Yeah. Uh, the Persona series, absolutely oh, yeah. fantastic. Is that Sega? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but like I mean I think about just like not just within the last uh, like couple of months but if I think back to those games which I've played recently which have been like oh yeah, that's a 10 that's a 10 out of 10 yeah. game um, mm. then I think of like a Persona 4 Golden which I played on the Switch actually it was Switch maybe it was Switch um, and then I the uh, Persona 5 and I yeah. played Persona 5 Strikers and I played uh, Yakuza uh, 0 and yeah. Like a Dragon and these Valkyria. games are Chronicles of Sega. Oh, yeah, that's because it's trying to Yeah, that was great. A lot of these games are just a really good game. Narratively, are brilliant, but you know what the thing is about those games? Mm. Very Japanese. That's what I like. Oh, that's, what, that's what I like, but yeah. I think that's probably what's stopping Sega from going bigger because some people just will not play those games. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose they're they're not like a COD or exactly, you know, Grand Theft Auto, yeah, yeah, where they can where they know that. So, I don't, what's the population of America? Like three hundred million, four hundred no million. No idea. Sorry, yeah. American friends. What hundreds of millions? You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. you think like, oh, like we in Ireland quite often think that the UK market is a bigger market, a huge market compared to us, but their population is only like sixty five million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, where we've we've been like, like what seven now or something. Yeah, about that, you know. Yeah. So. I, so when they're thinking about like what markets are going to do if they look at the US market they go that's huge that's why they always want to make games work yeah. in the US yeah, or yeah. vice versa when other companies want to to work in China they go there's a huge player base there yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so I think that's kind of what Sega are looking at let's see they made a lot of really good things but I wonder what it would be like yeah so you've absolutely no details. No. Do you think that's, in, do, do you think that's interesting? That's I saying, do. Uh, are trying to are, no, look, I do. Yeah. I do, I do. I, it's just, you know, yeah, I suppose they've kind of taken the route of being like the kind of underhanded, underhanded isn't the right word, but they've been kind of playing their game in, in the shadows of, you know, releasing a really good, you know, kind of um, cult classic game yeah. here and there and there. And they are super popular with people who like them, but they haven't kind of, gone for the super ambitious broad stroke of this is going to be a huge massive game or a change that everyone's going to be into so yeah no I mean it's great it's yeah. great to see Sega trying to do something like that but yeah what that means I mean I'm sure everyone would love to be able to do that right yeah so are they going to release a console are they going to like I, I don't think it'll be a console because they do specify game let's see what, okay, let's yeah. see where they go with that but I don't see I don't think most developers do do that hmm. I don't think they think they. I think they go yeah let's maximise profits yeah, when they come down to it, but I don't think they're going. Let's absolutely blow everybody out of the water, right? I think that they think like let's try and do something that's going to work or it'll be cool, it'll be a nice thing to mm. work. But I don't know if the first thing they do when they build the game is they go, look, let's make a great game, mm. and and look, there's probably different parts of it. The maybe the people who are more uh, worried about the income of the game will go. We gotta make sure that this will do well. What markets will this do well in? Who will this you know please? How is this gonna work? Um, there's going to be a bit of that but I don't think generally like, you know the overarching company are going let's make something that's going to be like we've never done before okay you know alright alright well, I scale. think Nintendo do that a lot don't they with the Wii and the Switch and you know, they keep shifting the dynamics of yeah. what gaming is right that's true yeah but I mean I think that's good if somebody else is going to try and do yeah, that yeah no it's great I mean yeah. I, I, I wish Sega no particular harm uh, no. Sounds like you do. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sega. Um, and the also the, one other thing is that a lot of those games which are really su- uh, successful for Sega, they're all legacy games. As in, they've been gone for a long time. Big franchises, the Persona series, the Yakuza series, Total mm. uh, War was another one. Mm. Sonic, they're you know they've had them for a long time, and they keep knocking these brilliant games out of the park. Except for the Sonic Racing, which we said earlier is shy. Yeah, it's shy. Um, yeah, but I mean, you think about Nintendo; they haven't really like they're still using Wario and Mario, and you know, like they they haven't really. Wario is one of your favorite characters of all time. I know, but I'm saying that they 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 haven't like you know brought in a new IP in a long, long time. They still use Zelda and Mario, and it's true. You know, so. Star Fox not so much I wish they'd make it a Lilac Wars game I just don't get why you don't do that Nintendo it's just it, Lilac Wars is my jam I love that game yeah I don't know It's a, I think well when you're making a game that that's already existed when you're adding to a franchise you've already got fans and I think that's easier but then like I don't know I like I know when I played Nier Automata it wasn't the first game uh, of its series 
but as far as I was concerned it was I didn't know anything about it in yeah, previous yeah. games and I was yeah. like this game looks Fair brilliant enough. and yeah. what was the other one we, we looked at at the Sony State of Play and there was a kind of future tech one something of Eden was it remember we talked amazing I don't know all I remember about that is that you thought every game was Assassin's Creed <laughs> <laughs> that's great none of them were Assassin's Creed as well <laughs> Uh, people missed that out in that episode yeah, like, use of cut cut it out every trailer would show me this is the Assassin's Creed in Japan this is the Assassin's Creed in Japan none of them turned out to be don't think, don't think that game exists <laughs> uh, a last bit of news I have I don't have anything video for it because right. I don't want to ruin it for some people but uh, God of War Ragnarok is out now and apparently it's fantastic looks incredible yeah looks incredible Lo- loads of people like completely um, across the board I thought this game is brilliant mm. um, they fucking did it with the, the the original kind of remake that they did yeah. fantastic game so yeah. I trust them I don't want to put anything up there because I yeah, don't want yeah. to spoil it for some Same. people um, but yeah that's great news and I really look forward to playing it yeah I think we'll have to review that like soon yeah. um, and they even got Ben Stiller in on the ad I saw that yeah. Ben Stiller and uh, John Travolta <laughs> yeah the only person who would have been better would have been um, Jerry Stiller. Rest in peace. He's dead, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so are we going to... Um, we're going to review Gamerfest now. Yes. Yeah. All right. So will we get the footage out? Yeah, let's have a look. And we'll talk you through it. Um, let you know our thoughts and then maybe give you an overall uh, consensus. Let's go. Right. right, so here is our view of Gamerfest. You said it was a it was a beautiful day. It was. You got out there, wasn't it? Yeah, such a nice sunny day, which was great. Um, didn't think it would be like that in October. No, it was. I think it was one of the, one of the warmest Octobers we've had in many many years. But um, yeah, it was a gorgeous day. We drove out there. I don't think it took it too long. You can see me with my lovely hand in the car mirror there, and Yusuf who was pretending to look like a normal human, not a robot. Um, I was trying to stay close <laughs> to the camera and he's like walk away I was like I thought I wanted, you want me to be in the shot yeah but uh, it was a beautiful day and like as you can see here there was like it was pretty busy wasn't it it was I believe it did actually sell out in the end wow. so uh, we went to the Saturday there was a Saturday and a Sunday they had a couple of different events on yeah um, for the different days um, and overall I thought it was pretty good I thought it was pretty good as well um you know, it was only after, really, where I kind of scratched my head, where I was kind of like, well, what else could they have had, Newman? You know, I probably had maybe too high expectations yeah. for it. But that was the main stage there, and they had, like, kind of esports, um, kind of um, FIFA going on. They had a lot of, like, kind of retro shops here, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Retro Ralph, I think, was the name of that shop. Uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah, 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 an Irish site, and we got some things from it, which we'll yes. show you uh, after this video, uh, is Newman buying it? Yes, <laughs> um, it was Aladdin, it was an Aladdin video game, Return of Nazira's Revenge, I think it was. Oh, yes. Um, and they had uh, Pokemon cards there, uh, Dungeons and Dragons A lot of Dungeons kind of stuff. and Dragons stuff there, yeah, big section there. Loads of little bits, Nicky Nacky stuff, a lot of key rings. It was uh, quite a wide brush stroke is that a term um, um, yeah because they had loads of like Mar- <laughs> a lot of Marvel stuff a lot of just generally nerd uh, yeah. stuff which yeah. is good you know it like because I mean a lot of people I mean well, we do we like that stuff as well yeah. it's just gaming things so there was a lot of younger kids there as you can see this is a young boy there playing with Lego 
But um, yeah, I was surprised how many young kids were there, to be honest. But um, even like they were showing people, and these these are really cool, like custom coasters they had here. Made from like a comic strips, yeah, which I thought was quite clever. Yeah. If, they, if there was a set of gaming ones, I would have bought them. But, yeah. Uh, there was only one or two like old school Mortal Kombat ones, which yeah. were quite cool. And there's Yusuf browsing, again, pretending to be not a robot. Um, but <laughs> I know what happened with the footage here. Who was taking this? Was it you or me? It was me. I think you were meant to edit it out. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah, it was just me looking in the gaming bin. I was trying to get some of the stuff without getting the person's face in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a lot of click card stuff. This is, I think, the best thing here. <laughs> Bringing crypto to the masses, the Tyson Fury game, which didn't work. Yeah, well, it did work, but it wasn't a Tyson Fury game at no, all. No. Um, and they had a cool, my favorite part was the, the retro, retro zone. The yeah. retro zone, yeah. They had a Mario Kart going. Um, they had like really old what's the name of those TVs CRTs CRT TVs um, they had Time a, Crisis so yeah Time Crisis no they didn't have was Time Crisis no it was House of the Dead oh House of the Dead sorry. yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. but um, I think we spent a bit of time there you can yeah. see Sonic there I love those old TVs I mean yeah. they take up a lot of space but still there's Yusuf playing uh, Metal Gear yeah which is quite weird I got to the bit where so it's the start the starting part of the bit where I called up and I got to the door oh you're right it was House of the Dead yeah I, I got to the door and then like, you ring the uh, colonel and you have to wait for him to open the lift and I'm just like walking around and people are looking at me playing the game like yeah. how far do I go yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly it's like you know keep well, I remember like you can see there with the credits on the start of the game that was yeah. the first thing that was ever done as far as I remember back then when like, you're, you're playing a game there's credits coming up um, and it was just so so iconic it just brought back such good memories yeah um, and you can see they had a lot of a, a lot of screens like that set up for people to play games there was even a lot of young kids playing Doom and stuff like that which yeah. we'll go into later the, the oh, yeah. Doom. you can see yeah. there's lots of uh, merch there only a tenner for a t-shirt use of which is reasonable I know because it's like it looked like it was printed very cheaply and illegally yes. which it almost certainly wasn't because John Romero was running the stand yes exactly <laughs> we'll talk a bit more about him <laughs> later uh, it was really interesting but yeah here I am pretending to look around like a normal person um, pointing to things as people do um, yeah they, yeah. so what was this this was it's like a punch machine they had a couple of these little like interactive things unfortunately the queues were so big for all of them yeah because uh, it was busy so they had the punching thing they had this VR sections which were yeah. quite cool they had a more basic kind of VR one as well where you were kind of like throwing things back and forth mm. um, which is you know a bit more I guess kind of like the Wii kind of motion tracking technology mm. and they also had like a proper like VR car thing you get into it was cool I think we got a bit of footage of that later but yeah, yeah the, the queues they were huge like you would you would probably have to wait in even an hour to get into some of these areas so it was like for us it was like oh look we've done VR before and here's here's the yeah. one of the kids playing it Um, I mean it looks really immersive doesn't yeah, it yeah it does you it know does. he's not great at the game as he's, he's just gone off uh off the main road there, so uh, I mean, <laughs> struggling I, to to get to the road. I'd be shitting myself if I do, and everyone was watching me do it. Like, well, I think you'd just lose attention of other people, but um, I'd be very aware. <laughs> yeah. So you can guess who these two people are, Yusuf. <laughs> these are the Romeros. So yeah. I did not expect this. So John Romero, if anybody doesn't know, is get down you. Yeah. Uh, John Romero. Uh, is the d original developer of Doom, Quake, and Wolfenstein. Yeah. So he made a couple of the games for it, and uh, he's got a studio in Ireland, which I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, in Galway. Yeah. Uh, Romero Studios, or Romero Games, I think. Yeah, and it, his wife is also... Um, Brenda. Been, yeah, has been a game developer as well for quite a long time, yeah. and uh, she you now does the studios with him. Yeah, I got the impression that they... 
uh, get invited to these shows every year and maybe they're a little bit tired of them but they didn't they did their best not to give over that impression but um, uh, I thought they were lovely I thought they, they were lovely they did a Q&A for like an hour they did yeah, you know? yeah they just seemed really nice they were really friendly yeah they were just like people were talking about how to get into the games industry and uh, Brenda was giving out her email just going email me yeah. send me your CV this is what we're looking for this is what we want and mm. stuff and was very complimentary of um, the games industry in Ireland and yeah. I thought that some quite interesting things I yeah. thought one thing which I thought was mad is they were talking to him because like you know when he developed games it was very limited technology mm. I thought one thing he said that was interesting was um, somebody goes to him oh, do you miss those days when it kind of bred creativity yeah. the idea of being limited by technology yeah. and he was like those days were great but no I like yeah. that I can just make a game that my job's not being a developer yeah. you know that's not being a coder totally yeah. Yeah. he's like give us Unreal Engine and yeah. I will make the game in Unreal yeah. Engine that yeah. will do the stuff rather than having to you know build absolutely everything from the ground up yeah no I, I, I totally get that it was funny because I kind of looked up um, you know the history of Doom and like a little bit after the show and like mm. it was him and um, John Carmack I think mm. he's John Carmack is just like this next level programmer like he's just like he's if you imagine like an uber nerd who knows everything about computers it's him right like he's done so much stuff he worked for Meta for a while but the, right. the press that I got was that he, he kind of he I wouldn't say he had a falling out with John Romero, right? But he kind of, um, I think he did kick him out of ID software, as far as I know, because he kind of felt like he was like, he, I think he alluded to like the work ethic of John Romero. Oh, really? <laughs> compared to him, but I'd say his work ethic would be like over the sixteen top, hours, like you know, straight coding and like yeah. he did. He's done so many things and. Um, he, he he said John was like massively like instrumental in a lot of that stuff and he was an incredible designer as well as a programmer and he was doing yeah. stuff that he'd never seen at that time but you kind of forget how like next level Doom and Wolfenstein yeah. and Quake and all that was back then yeah. and it was really fascinating because you even saw like you know probably 12 and 13 year olds younger than that kids playing Doom there the original yeah the original Doom it's just like such, such an iconic game but yeah, yeah it was great to see them and I actually asked them a question as well about uh Crypto, yeah, but they weren't interested. <laughs> he was trying to sell them his own crypto coin. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I, I, you know, I work for a crypto company, but I, I'm not the person to ask about crypto. But I was just interested because I'd seen a lot of, you know, the industry moving, you know, towards yeah. instead of like, you know, microtransactions into like a gaming currency that is on crypto. So I was interested yeah. to see what they felt about it. But uh, they obviously they said that because they have a very strong sustainability policy. Yeah. They didn't really agree with it, but um, yeah. yeah, that's fine. But I um, know they were they were lovely, and it was great to see them. And um, yeah, I, I thought it was um, it was it was a decent enough day, decent yeah. enough show. Um, the merch was cool. We picked yes. up um, picked up Aladdin, and we picked up this poster here, which you should, should show you, which we will from next week. I think, have mounted on the wall. Yes. So. I it's uh, a little bit low res. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I was thinking, this certainly was probably never created to be printed like this. That's true. You know. Yeah. Uh, so we got that from the stand. It was like ten quid. It was ten euro. Yeah. Same frame. And uh, I got um, Aladdin's. I think it's Nazira's Revenge for the PlayStation One as well. Yeah. Because I love the Aladdin games. Um, we actually we'll show a trailer here maybe, but um, it just looked really really good. Like mm. you know, it's it kind of reminded me of the. 
PlayStation did a lot when it kind of started trying to transition from like a platformer to like 3D worlds yeah. like they did with Hercules and they mixed 2D and 3D with that um, I love Aladdin like anything I love Disney games for some reason I don't even know why because like they don't even make them themselves most of the time but they're a great world though. they are a great world but like um, yeah I mean as you can probably see from the footage now it's a little bit choppy it's not the best uh, resolution but it is PlayStation 1 and you know I always find with those games when you start playing them for a while your eyes adjust to how bad it looks pretty quickly yeah so it is crazy you look back at old games and you realise what you fill in uh, yeah and definitely I remember seeing um, like the pilot wings thing and you're like that's not remastered and it's like I wouldn't have thought it was remastered yeah. either maybe remastered isn't even the right term yeah. uh, but I looked at what was there before like a comparison yeah. and it's just so blurry and smudgy <laughs> like, this makes me feel sick looking at it. like trying to concentrate on something that's not in focus you can't see it yeah, yeah. I, I do wonder like you know people who've been born in the last you know decade or two if they would if you could bring them back to play our games would they even be able to like <laughs> you said yeah but i i am imagine you when you work you work all day on a computer right yeah imagine it was a black background with green text on it yeah you'd be vomiting after five minutes like you mm. would not be sitting there for such a long time that's true it. like that's horrible true. yeah um but overall i thought yeah i thought it was quite good um like yeah i remember like thinking about it going like oh what would you really want from this and yeah, maybe if it was something like, oh, here's going to be Hironobu Sakaguchi, you know, or something talking, or, yeah. um, you know, like at one stand, then like two hours later, it might be uh, somebody from Nintendo, like talking, or something else, like, you're like, oh, well, that'd be good, but that's good, that's, realistically, we're not going to get that yeah, now, you know? that's true. So, that's fair enough, for what, what it was, it sounds quite good. It was pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I might have liked a little bit more of, you know, like a retro gaming shop, you know, because I found that Ralph section was, it was good, don't get me wrong, but it was a little bit limited, and it was packed, like, it was so hard yeah. to get to it, you know, um, but no, look, thank you, Ralph, what was his name, was his name Ralph? I think it was Ralph. Retro Ralph. Um, a picture of a dog for a logo yeah like exactly yeah. yeah. so um, but that was good they also on the Sunday they had like a cosplay um, oh. uh, competition which I thought would have been quite cool um, but there was a lot of people dressed up there as well there was, was yeah, yeah pretty good job yeah no it was lots of cool costumes and a little bit too old for that now but um you never know. I, I, if maybe if I found my Donkey Kong tie, I would have thrown it on. It's uh, as far as you'll go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's enough. Um, yeah, I liked it though. I thought it was, yeah. it was good fun, um, and I'm glad that kind of thing's happening uh, in Ireland. Same, same. What would you rate it out of ten? Maybe like as a day out, maybe like an eight out of ten. I'll go with seven. Yeah, it was good. It like it was it was nice uh, to go out there. I was really surprised. I didn't know John and Brenda Romero were going to be there. Neither did I. Um, just having hearing their input on some things and uh, kind of like the games that they're responsible for and their mm. kind of view on on games. So I think it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there was a kind of some things where like they, there was a load of PlayStation Fives there for people to play. Yeah. And you're like, all right, look, that's kind of cool, but. I just don't see in which situation you and I would go to that thing and be like oh let's go sit down and just play an old like, exactly. PlayStation 5 game that's out exactly and it isn't a new one like alright exactly. oh, yeah. it's just yeah. a bit oh, it's a bit odd it was weird it felt like it was filler you know it's like well let's fill up the floor a bit with some Playstations or yeah. you know like but look at least they didn't cheapen everyone no no it was, it, was, it was pretty cool it was nice to do something different you know nice to have stuff like that coming um, maybe if we have some other kind of gaming related shows coming or because I know that there's a famous gaming composer here Emer Emer something Emer Noon or something I don't know what her name is but she's done a lot for like Zelda and stuff and she puts oh. all these gaming 
Um, concerts? Concerts. Oh, right, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah I Very think cool. you've heard of her. Maybe I have, yeah. Maybe yeah. I have, but I, I didn't. Yeah, but she kind of mixes yeah. Celtic music as well, so... Oh, right, maybe, I think I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think maybe we'll maybe give you a review of that one day or something. But um, no, all in all, it was nice to do something different. And uh, yeah, 7 out of 10. Good, 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 good. Um, right, so next week, I guess we will be back with a more normal episode, a traditional yes. episode, where we'll have our reviews, and then um, in a separate episode, we'll put out some gameplay. Yeah. Where I've decided I'm going to get far more competitive with this and beat you. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. Um, yeah, and I, I made a, a point to review a spooky game for you guys because it's been Halloween. Now, by the time this comes out, it's already after Halloween. And the time the next one will come, it'll definitely still be after Halloween. <laughs> Welcome to our Halloween but episode on Christmas Day. <laughs> I, st- <laughs> I started playing this game two weeks before Halloween just for you guys. All right? So. You said the Nightmare Before Christmas got across all of them. Is that a game? I did. It probably is a PlayStation version of it well in Kingdom Hearts you go around the, yeah, the land yeah I remember that but that's not really you can't review a small section of a game sure you can no you can't <laughs> uh, yeah not really <laughs> yeah anyway okay so yeah listen guys thank you as always for, for um, tuning in and um, we love all of you especially you Shigeru so thank you very much and Yusuf <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming uh, for coming for watching um, <laughs> and if you want to again uh, contact you can do it press the action what's that show called press the action button pod at gmail.com you were slagging me for getting the intro wrong last week you know you can't even say it so. uh, anyways thank you and we'll be back soon bye, bye.